the national champion is clad in Get big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20-10. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike on the board, and it is Friday, September 8th, and man, we've got football everywhere. We've got high school football tonight. The Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week will be broadcast right here on 101.7 as Big Lou Maddox, Big Lou Maddox's dad, Lee, and I will be broadcasting the game from uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium on Jim, Jim Cartwright Field as the Columbia Central High Lions take on the visiting Shelbyville Golden Eagles. I think so. I believe they're the Golden Eagles. And uh, uh, it should be a terrific game. The Lions are currently 2-1. and one under new coach Darius Goff and his staff and um, looking to go 3-1 and one as, as they play at home tonight. And that kickoff will be at 7 o'clock. And the pregame or game day show will start at 5.30 right here on this signal, 101.7 WKOM. So tune in for the pregame show. We'll have um, plenty of uh, interesting interviews with dignitaries and such from all across uh, the Murray County area in conjunction. This show is obviously in conjunction with the Murray County Public School System um, as we uh, talk about what's going on across the county and within the school systems and what Murray County Public Schools are doing. And they're doing a lot, Coach. I mean, yep. they're doing a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've just sunk a lot of money into the program, into the countywide athletic program, and, uh, and starting to see improvements already uh, as far as facilities and uh, access to those yeah. facilities and stuff like that. Another reminder is that once the game itself is is going, that that will be simulcast on both WKRM right. and WKOM as the game of the week. Right. So, uh, you know, the, the, the game itself will be on both. The game day pregame show will be on WKOM. And so any of you folks that are not familiar how this works, the game of the week is, a, is the best matchup within Murray County with the Murray County Public Schools. So, for instance, we might be – last week we were at Mount Pleasant and we did a, 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 a great game. Waverly, yeah. A great game against Waverly. The week before we had – uh, Spring Hill, Hill and Mount Pleasant and Mount Pleasant. So we'll move around and find the best matchup within the county, Murray County, that Friday night, and broadcast it here on one one point seven, along with the game day show that starts at five thirty, and then the game that kicks off at seven. This week, it just so happens that the game of the week is Columbia Central versus Shebbeville at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, kicking off at seven. So it's going to be broadcast on both signals. Thanks. 
as 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 always, Columbia Central football is always broadcast on one hundred three point seven. But because it's the game of the week, we're going to dual broadcast it on both on both signals. Yeah, WKRM has been covering uh, uh, Columbia Central football for over seventy five years. Wow. So we're going to keep that tradition oh, going absolutely. and keep it going. Uh, and, and since it's ha- the game of the week, you know the best matchup happens to be the same game that they're coming. We're going to simulcast that and uh and of course then Lou and Lee will have Lee and Lou will have the play by play. They'll be joined this oh, week. Oh yeah. They've you, you know they're get, gonna get, allow get, me to sit in yeah, there with them and I, I could I couldn't be more excited. I'm jump mean, in on it and uh, I'm pumped up man. So, I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. we're gonna I don't yeah. know. If, I, I don't know uh, who I could be really compared to that you guys have seen as color analysts. I don't know. I, maybe I'll just make my own. Uh, what well, was it, Dennis Mitchell that came in on Monday Night Football? Dennis Miller, it no, Miller, Miller, not or, Mitchell, Miller, or Tony Corncob or yeah, Corndog well, or hey, whatever his know. name is. But anyway, so. Uh, we'll be at CHS tonight, uh, starting at 5.30 with the game day show and then the kickoff between CHS and, and, and Shebbleville. And then other other uh, games or other high schools within game – high school games within the county, uh, Murray County Nice. Mount Pleasant is at Harpeth, or, or they're going to Harpeth. Right. And then Spring Hill is at home against Lincoln County. So those are the other and games that'll going be an interesting. That'll be an interesting matchup. Okay. Uh, Lincoln County has struggled as of late. Um, They used to be a very, very strong program, or historically a very strong program, uh, since uh, they since they split the school system out there in Lincoln County. It's it's kind of suffered a little bit uh, from that. And Spring Hill has made some dramatic improvements in their program. Uh, They're coming off a a big win from last week. Uh, First win in. In quite some time, they played Mount Pleasant very, uh, very competitively. Eighteen thirteen was the final. Made five a point of, difference. Made a couple of uh, mental uh, young young player mental errors and, and and stuff, and and were able to correct those the next week. So, but showing a vast improvement. Yes. So and uh, so it should be an interesting game tonight. Okay, last night, if you guys were awake and paying attention, uh, the NFL kicked off the twenty twenty three season. Uh, the opening game was between. Uh, the Detroit Lions resurging, resurgent. Detroit we'll Lions. We'll see uh, how long that lasts. At <laughs> at Kansas City, um, at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, and Detroit came out victorious, twenty-one twenty. They covered the five points, um, and the game went under the fifty-two and a half total. Um, now, Travis Kelsey was their All-Pro. Seven-time All-Pro tight end was in street clothes on the sideline with a hyperextended knee, which is not good, Coach. He's no. getting some, he's getting some uh, inflammation in there uh, that that's coming and going, and and you know when knees, you've been around football long enough to know when knees start to kind of go up and down, swell one day, go down, wait a few days, swell again. That's not a good sign. Yeah, usually there's that's a sign that there's something else involved other than just the hyperextension, and I'm sure they're just being really careful. You know, right now, uh, they uh, they felt like it would be better not to push the issue with him, and uh, so they decided not to not to play. It came back to haunt them, uh, unfortunately. Well, uh, but I mean, it was it was one of those. You know, if if you could ever imagine Kansas City playing an ugly game, yeah, uh, 
there were at least four drops well, uh, involved I'm, in that we're game. We're going to discuss that real and, quick. And uh, boy, that was that was just unbelievable to watch. You know, it, it kind of believe it or not, I I have a hard time doing this, but I was. I was feeling sorry for Mahomes. <laughs> well, don't feel don't feel too sorry. No, for, not not, not that Darlene, it lasted very long. Darlene, if you know who I'm talking about, he looks like Darlene Connors on uh, Roseanne. But anyway, yeah, I, okay. So, but but let me let's go back to this game last night and let's talk about a couple of key members of their teams missing. One was Travis Kelsey. Okay, um, now their backup tight end did a commendable job, but he still wasn't. Travis Kelsey, right. All Pro. Um, what do you say? He just he, he well, wasn't. He, didn't, he just didn't. He didn't produce that, as much. As absolutely. Kelsey. Now, and, uh, well, you know, again, there's a reason why he's a backup. That's <laughs> right. Now, Kadarius Tony. Uh, now, of course, Travis. I mean, uh, Mahomes had to find other receivers, and he, they, they had. They've got Kadarius Tony. Of course, they got rid of Tyreek Hill, and he's in Miami. Kadarius Tony, they thought could step in and take over for somewhat what Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill was doing. Uh, he dropped three passes last night. He was targeted. He targeted five times. He got he he caught one of them, and I think for one yard. He dropped three that hit him in the hands. One came off his shoulder, and Alabama rookie Brian Branch, the defensive back, the Detroit just got in this or drafted this year, caught it and picked six out of the way and tied the ball game yeah. up 14 all. Now, and then late in the game, there was another big conversion of like 19 yards, I think. That's about the right yardage. Yeah. And it just hit him right in the hands, and he just dropped it. Was it was slightly behind him. He had but, to reach but it, but, he, but being but a professional, for, yeah, he should right. catch that ball. Yeah, right. For a pro, he got both hands on it, so there is no excuse for not catching um, that ball. There was another drop. I don't know if it was by him or not. Uh, so, I was on the road last night, so I didn't get to see the whole game. Okay. So, but there was a long pass that would have been an easy score that literally hit the guy between yeah. the numbers, and he just well, you gotta make took his eyes. Plays. Yeah, he, you he dropped and it. You know, so, there was at least three there that made game differences. I mean, you know, the, the the interception was through. He had both hands on it and yep. it just went through his hands. Yep. And, and right in the hands of right Brian Branch, okay, off he went In a one-point game, you know, that's – you know, then the, then you had the, uh, the, the conversion that you were talking about earlier that would have kept the drive going for yeah. him. And would have put him in a position to be for, sure. uh, at least for a field goal, which would, again would have turned the game. Then the drop on the bomb, that would have been an easy score. I mean, he was eight yards behind everybody. You know, you got you got to make those you, catches. Well, that's what you're paid to do. That's if right. you're a receiver, I don't care what level you're well, at the NFL, you're paid to catch the ball. Kadarius Tony um, deleted his Twitter or X <laughs> or X account last night. Um, <laughs> Uh, it late, was probably er, getting early this shredded. morning. <laughs> early this morning, late last night, he he deleted his X. What was Twitter is now called mm-hmm. X. His X account and on his Instagram, his Instagram was still up, but all the comments were restricted, so you could not really comment on that. And you know, 
I mean, you, you, when when you when you're the superstar, you, you take all you know, yeah. you take all the glory, and you're dancing around and high fiving, and you're posing in front of the cameras and doing the gritty and all that good stuff. But when you when you're the goat, and I don't mean the greatest of all time, I'm talking about a goat goat. When you're the goat, you shut everything down. And crawl in a hole, and I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I agree with that. No, I mean, you, I mean, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play in the NFL, you understand you're gonna be in a fishbowl. You know, whatever you do is gonna get magnified and all that stuff. Uh, you accept that. I mean, that's part of it. And, you know, that's just part of being in the NFL. And then you know, and, and, and fans you know, can be cruel. We, Look, we I talked, mean, you oh, know, yeah. fans can fans, be. Can, and they and can, honestly, as a as a former coach, fans don't always understand what's going on. And they don't under, always understand the circumstances, what's happening and stuff. But as a ball player, you know that. You know that going in. Absolutely you do. And so you accept that. Uh, you know, of course, I never I never encouraged any of my players to have those social media accounts just for the distraction part of it. Sure. You know, it was just, you know, again, I'm dealing with much but younger just, people. I'm dealing with much younger people. Than, hey, that's you know, just the way it is. That's the way – that's the culture yeah. now. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's that's the way it's and, – so, and Kadarius Tony. You know, for him to shut down his yeah, – he, he, he needs to take accountability instead of running away from it. He needs to take accountability and say, look, I know you guys are upset. I'm upset at myself for dropping three oh, yeah. passes I should have caught. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know you all are upset at me. You all spend a lot of money. You all spend a lot of money to play to pay PSLs, to pay $12 a beer, $6 a Coca-Cola, $7 a Coca you know, $5 for popcorn for your kids. You all pay a lot of money to come into this state and watch me and play football, and I went out there and I stunk it up last night. Yeah, yeah. I stunk it up, and now now that you all are upset and you're giving me a hard time on my Twitter account or X account yeah. or whatever you want to call it, uh, I'm just going to shut the thing down and crawl into a hole until next week until the game. And I think that's BS. Yeah. I, I think that's being a coward. I think that's being a coward and not and not being accountable for getting out there and stinking it up. At home in front of the Arrowhead crowd and, and the Kansas City Chief fans. And believe me, more than likely, you watch. He has a good game. He'll have that thing back up and say, hey, I'm back. I'm there, here we go. There you go. Absolutely. And, and, like and, and you can't have, yeah. you know, take, you can't have yeah, it both well, ways like that. Yeah, when, you when you're take, in, take the heat. And, and you're making millions of to, dollars to a most year. People, you know, to most players, I, I agree with you. He, he's kind of taking, you know, taking the low road out. There's, there's several star players that have bad games. Absolutely. They walk up, you know, after the game, they're the ones that go to the microphone and say, guys, I let you down. Well, look. I uh, failed tonight, and I'm sorry, and it won't, you know. Patrick Mahomes and, told, you know, told me last night. He said, I'm embarrassed of the way I played last night, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, that, that's okay That's okay to and, say I'm embarrassed. We still, you know, he, said, he said, what are you embarrassed of? He said, I'm embarrassed every time I lose a football yeah. game, I'm embarrassed. I did not perform properly. I did. We did. We did not execute. We did not do the things we needed to do in order to win that football game, and that embarrasses me as a football player. Well, and I and, and I can appreciate and part, that. And there's part of Mahomes' leadership on that because if you go back and look at the game, Mahomes did his job. He delivered the ball in a very catchable situation to all three, four of those drops. In pressure situations, he avoided sacks. In fact, he, there was one one situation where he completed, 
the guy literally had him by he had both yeah. ankles and was twisting his body trying to get him yeah. down. He threw the ball out okay. there, you know. So he himself, but he's you know he's going. I'm the quarterback. I'm the face of this. Uh, I'm the face of this team. Um, and when we lose, you know, you I'm I'm going to step up and I'm going to take the there blame because I'm going to get. I'm going to get the credit when but we you win, didn't, you but I'm going to take the blame when we lose. Shutting down. You didn't no. see him shutting down his social media. In fact, media. what he did was he deflected. This is where I, I, I kind of got some respect for him. He deflected the blame or the from his receivers. The shortcomings said, of his teammates. I, goes, I didn't play well okay, enough to win. And, and, I, and I tell you, and, and we talked about two missing pieces, Coach. We talked oh, yeah. about Travis Kelsey. The other missing, Huge missing the, piece. The <laughs> other missing piece was all – Four-time All-Pro defensive tackle, and and last season fourteen and a half sacks. Chris Jones. Yeah, he was up in the up in the stadium suite, one of the suites in the Arrowhead Stadium, sitting between his two agents as his teammates played on the field because he's in a contract dispute over uh, you know uh, over money, obviously. Uh, to and so he he sat up and you know how many you know how many sacks they had on Jared Goff last night. One. One. You know how many hits they you know how many times he got hit? Three. Now you tell me if all pro, four time all pro Chris Jones was in that game, Jared Goff is just and if he if he starts and plays the whole game, you're gonna tell me Jared Goff only gets hit three times, sacked once. I'm gonna say you're crazy. He's gonna get hit a lot, he's gonna get pushed around a lot more than that. And he's probably may not be a whole lot, but again, because Jared, one, Jared Goff is probably one of the least mobile quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. And in a one point game, one extra hit, one extra sack, one extra turnover. Makes the difference. Makes all the difference in the in world. The world. And so, he's sitting up in the up in the suites, well, watching, you know, and, and trying to get his contract there, figured out. With, with, with yeah, the, there's a lot of, now where I have a problem with it, and I don't know what his situation is. I don't know enough about it. Is if he's sitting out early, you know, if he's still under contract and is sitting out because they won't extend or they won't renegotiate. I do have a problem with that because you are under contract to play X number of years for X right. number of money. Right. You agreed to that two years ago, one year ago, whatever, and so now you, you hold, want a new. You deal. hold out and want an extension. Now you want a new deal. You want you okay. know because well, you know, no, I I don't have no matter what it I was. I don't like that part. He but. wasn't. He was in. He was in street clothes with Kelsey last night, yeah. and you could tell both of them were missing. Now we're gonna we're going up against our first break, and I want to talk about an, one other thing in that Kansas City game, and that is their uh, offensive uh, lineman. Their right tackle, and yeah. we're, we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about advantage, disadvantage, how he was allowed, where he was lining up, and yeah, and, I have. And, I'm a line coach. That's I'm illegal. a line coach right now, okay. and yeah, I have some comments about that. So okay, well, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Mike. Uh, give us three, four minutes. We'll be right back. Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Main Street Columbia are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7 o'clock. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, and enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. 
For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike on the boards. It is Friday, September 8th. Thank you for joining in and listening uh, to us today. And don't forget tonight we've got the game of the week, Columbia Central versus Shebbeville High School as they play at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Festivities and the game day show begin at 5.30 with kickoff at 7 with Lee Maddox, Lou Maddox, and myself. And uh, looks to be a great night. I think the weather's going to be fine. There's a little breeze out there, Coach. I think we're going to be just fine out there. Yeah, it's a beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful night no. for football. It's going to be in the 70s, you know, and, and I, you can't ask. This is – what was the, what's the old term, the Chamber of Commerce weather? Boy, yeah. that's – this is just – And I tell you what, if, if you folks – these, these crowds at Columbia Central High School games are getting bigger and bigger. Um, Columbia Central is now 2-1 and one under, under the new coach uh, regime of Tredarius Golf and uh, company, Dre Hall, and, they, and they've just got uh, – they kind of got this thing rolling right now. They, yeah, they, had, they had a little stumble out of the gate against Marshall County, a little slow offensively, but they seem to have gained a little momentum now offensively, put some good numbers up. And running the ball pretty well uh, with Mr. McCoy carrying the rock for him, and uh, so you know things are looking up at, at Columbia Central High School. Yeah, that they opened up again you know, to their in their defense. They opened up against a really tough team in Marshall County. Yeah, and uh, with against the staff that's been together for quite some time over there, you know. Coach Goff, I don't care how you know. I don't care how talented you are as a coach or a coaching staff. It's going to take you a game or two to get your uh, to get your timing with your coaches together. Yes, we have scrimmages. They had the jamboree and all that stuff, and that helps. But there's nothing like game day to work out. You have to work out the kinks, and uh, that's exactly what happened. Is they they saw what they did. Okay, this could have done better. This could have done better. They made those corrections. They made those adjustments in. Uh, communication lines and have won two using straight. the players, and then now they've they're, they're on a roll, okay. and there's a new excitement going on right now that uh, hasn't hasn't been around in a little while well, out there. Columbia so. Central looking to go three and one tonight with a win over Shovel, visiting Shovel. Um and you know you folks, if you haven't been out to Lindsey Nelson Stadium at Jim Cartwright Field and watch the Lions play tonight is a great opportunity against uh, against uh, the Shebbeville Golden Eagles. So we'd look to see you out there at the game. Okay. All right, last night uh, there's some there's some controversy about Kansas City's new right tackle. Uh, he played for Jacksonville last year, Jawan Taylor, number 74. Um, and there's contra- there was really two things that, that, that Taylor w- was doing that seemed to draw the attention of the broadcasting crew, uh, the NFL uh, – Referee officials, analyst Terry McCauley that was working the game with uh, Chris Collinsworth and crew, um, talking about Jawan Taylor, where he lines up at right tackle before the snap, and then his his seemingly, I don't know what you call it, ability, instinct, or whatever, just he looked like he was he was he was coming he was he was, he was really pushing the lines as far as jumping the, the snap count. Right. And, I mean, and, it, uh, it was it was really close. Now the the alignment issue. I, I, again, I, I I coached. I was a defensive coordinator for years. I'm an offensive line defensive line coach right now with uh, you know with Central. And what he was doing, wh- where he was lining up, was illegal. I mean, just he was points, well. He was, he was well off well, the line. Yeah, of the, the rules. I mean, the rules state that his helmet has to be 
within, you know, if you draw a line from the hip of the center, his helmet has to be either even or forward of that center's waistline. Hip, waistline, hip, okay. You know, or hip, you know, hip point. Uh, he was a good <laughs> two feet. <laughs> A foot and a half. He looked, two he feet looked like to me, he was a, uh, like he, he looked like and, a slot. Like Chris Collinsworth said, yeah. he was lining up like a slot receiver, and he's the and, right tackle. And yeah, and and plus he was anticipating. There were a few times again that wasn't quite as obvious until he got he did get called in the last series. But fifty eight minutes into the game, yeah, it got called. It, it was, I mean, in the last two minutes of the game, it finally got called by the officials. Yeah, and it did make a difference in their in their closing drive, but. That falls squarely, and I'm going to say this as a coach, I'm going to say this as a former player, that problem falls squarely on the referee for yeah. not calling it. Absolutely. As a player, you are taught to take every advantage you can as long as, you know, until the ref calls you. Well, on the, and, and you push it, and you push it, and you push it until the referee calls it, and then you make, okay, there's the line. I got you. You find the line. And once you find the line, then you stay well, there. Well, it's, it's very similar to basketball. And the way you know you you play as physical, uh, you play as, as physical as you as, as the referees will allow, allow you, you to, to play. play. If they start blowing the whistle, then, then you, you back then off. You back up and don't yeah. play as physical and, and, and use as much contact because you, you you're going to figure out where that sweet spot is as far That's as your right. basketball officials what they will call and what they're what and they're going to the let, let go. And over the years you start to know your officials, coaches will start knowing the officials. They you know they probably had a, a you know okay. Sure. Hey, Collie's calling this game, he's going to let you do this, he's not going to let you do this. Right. Okay, players, you know, get your hands off whatever you know, the deal you know, whatever, is. Whatever whatever adjustments now, you got to make. Last night, uh, NBC's Terry McCauley, who he is a former NFL re- retired NFL referee and head of uh, the uh, NBC's analyst rules department uh he quote said he talking about Jawan taylor he's really not remotely close to the line of (laughs) scrimmage and it's really putting the defensive end at a tremendous disadvantage when you can be that far back yes and and, it changes the angle changes the rush angles dramatically sure and uh and, and and you know he was going up against most of the time this aiden hutchinson who's a new player for uh the Detroit Lions, and they kept showing uh, Hudson's father and family in the stands. And Hudson, as much of a disadvantage, he was he he, he was, was still, put on. He was still he was still, he was still getting you know getting pressures. pressure on the quarterback and getting and getting not into only, the backfield. Not only was was uh, Juwan not lining up correctly and jumping the snap count every so often, but when he would get out of balance and stuff, he would literally grab. The defensive end, and I, one time I saw him grab him, pull him, and throw his leg in front of him, and nothing was bought. and nothing was called. I was sitting there going, "This is a," and then yeah, you know, that, that was an out-and-out Mont- out tackle. David Montgomery, <laughs> the running back for uh, Detroit, in got very next got series. trucked by Kansas City's one of Kansas City's defensive players, and as he got trucked and rolled on his back, he kind of kicked his legs up in the air, and the referee called him for tripping. And I'm not even sure. I, I saw I'm not even replay. sure if that was it. I'm tripping not or sure, not? I'm not even sure he kicked his legs up in the air. He just got trucked that bad, and he just rolled <laughs> he rolled, rolled on his over. backside, and his legs happened to be up in the air. The guy tripped the, over him as he and went, the, and the defensive player tried to get over the top of him to get the quarterback, and it. And the they referee called, called tripping, uh, and just because you miss tripping on Kansas City doesn't doesn't mean you got to make that's 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 not that's even, that, that whammy, even considered that's not even considered a makeup call. Yeah, that I, I'm sorry, that's 
that's very inconsistent on that referee crew's part. Now, where it's what's going to happen though is that crew is going to get graded by the by the uh, association officials. Every every crew stays together through the whole year. That crew gets graded. Okay, the highest level, the highest graded crews at the end of the year after 17 weeks, the highest graded crews get to work the playoffs. Sure. Now, then they have an all-star crew that works the Super Bowl, if I understand things right. You know, the highest individual scores. Uh, that crew is going to get a hit <laughs> in week one. Yeah. <laughs> that grade is not going to be good because, you know, and it's very rare. You know, usually your referee analysts are very slow to criticize. Yeah. You know, the referee analyst on TV, their job is to, is to look at the replay and guess. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But they're very, very slow to criticize fellow refs. And this time, you know, this guy, you know, for it to be that bad, and the referee and, and the analyst just goes, he's not anywhere close. I don't have an explanation for this. Well, I, I and, don't. And, you, know. you know, that's what he's saying. You know, in a sense, I can't explain this because – this should be called, and it's not getting called. Yeah. Okay, the top 25 came out on Tuesday, and uh, Georgia remains at number one, Michigan at number two, Alabama sits at number three, Florida State moved up <clears throat> to number four, um, Alabama moved up one spot to number three, by the way, um, and this is the AP poll. Ohio State is at five, they dropped down two slots, Um USC's at six, Penn State at seven, Washington at number eight, and the Vols have moved into the top ten. They've moved up three three slots in the AP, and they are sitting at number nine. And, um, I, and I think that's a good good spot for them right now. I think that's a legitimate spot. You know, they, they, yes, they had a big game. Wasn't the cleanest game in the world. You know, I think their and, offense, their offense sputtered a little bit at the, well, beginning, again, at the beginning. First two series, yeah, and then they then they kind of got things going and got rolling right. again. Defense played outstandingly well, yeah. uh, but again, it's Virginia, you know, yeah. and so I, I think the ninth spot, you know, the, being ranked ninth at this stage, True. is really uh, where I think that's legitimate. I think that's a that's a good spot for them. Also gives them something. It gives Coach Heupel something to to, to work with. And, yeah, hey, we go. got to climb the ladder now. Right behind the Vols, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish came in, uh, come in at number 10 to round out the top 10. They moved up three spots. Texas, who visits Tuscaloosa this weekend in a huge ball game, sits at number 11. Uh, Utah, who played a fine game uh, their opener in their opener, moved up two spots to 12. Oregon's at 13. LSU dropped down nine spots to 14th in the country after that performance i'm surprised they're even in the top 25 and i think Jaden dan Jaden daniel's hopes of heisman hopes have been dashed um at that point um at this point and uh kansas state moved up one to 15 oregon state 16 north carolina 17 ou is at 18 wisconsin 19 and ole miss rounds out the top 20 and duke enters the top 25 at number 21 with their – and I think I, I think yeah. the Duke win was the, the biggest upset of the weekend. 
I, you know, I don't yeah. think Colorado. I don't think Colorado's game was. It was an upset, but I, I don't think I, it wasn't earth shattering because it, it wasn't as big as as Duke, Clemson Duke. Duke yeah. The only game being played that I, I night, think, Clemson prime time, Clemson. You know, they it was all laid out there in front of them. I know they were playing at Duke. But I mean, the Clemson doesn't have yeah. to travel that far no, up to that's, Durham. No, that's not I mean, a big not, trap. That's not a big trip. No, um, absolutely. And and you know, historically, Clemson should have just run all over them. If if Clemson is what they want to be, if Clemson is what Dabo Sweeney wants them to be, that should be you know pretty much what Tennessee did to Virginia. And so and, you know, where Duke maybe has a series or two that looks pretty good and it's pretty strong, but now okay, we're the big dog in this fight. And we're going to push you. We're going to push you out of the way, and it didn't happen. Well, Colorado know. moved up to twenty, moved in the top twenty-five at number twenty-two with their win. Uh, I think Texas, you see them climb. You'll start seeing them climb a little bit more uh, with each they, with each win. win. Yeah, with if each win. Winning. Now, if they again, as soon, soon as they fall and stumble, they're yeah, gonna, they're you're going to see you're going to see them stag stagnate out and, and stuff. Uh, Okay, so we've got Texas A&M at 23, Tulane's at 24, and Clemson dropped 16 spots down to 25. And talking about Dabo Sweeney and him and his conference after that, Dabo, you know, he want, it, it, he's so great at just making excuses. Instead of just saying, you know, we got our butts beat that now. We yeah. got, you know, we got, we were, we were in a dog fight. We didn't, I didn't, I didn't, co- I didn't prepare my team well yeah. enough. To, I, I, my boys weren't yeah. ready. That's my fault. Instead of saying stuff like that, he was saying stuff like, well, have you ever seen a team uh, rush for over 200 yards and get beat? Have you ever seen a team that that passed for over 200 yards and get beat? I haven't. And and he's making all these excuses. Dabo, grow up a little bit. Take take some blame. Take some accountability. And be be a head coach and, 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 and take the hit for your team. And just say, look. We we at certain points in time of that game, there were some critical plays that happened that didn't go our way, and we didn't make the plays, and Duke did, and we got our we, we got, got our beat. we got our butts beat that night. And again, he wants to be considered one of the elite coaches. You take the responsibility, an elite coach does of your you team. Know, I mean, I I remember watching. Cr- I remember watching. You know, Saban when when Alabama faltered and fell, he goes, "Hey." That's, that's it our come, fault. That comes, he said, that comes down on me eventually. He goes, and, you know, it, you know it's my fault. And nobody and really we, had a problem with that. And I think will, people have a we problem. We fix this. I think know. people have a problem with Dabo Sweeney, Making his excuses. attitude, and his his not taking accountability yeah. for his team and being a leader and trying to yeah, put the blame somewhere else, making excuses. Yeah, and that, that's my if you're opinion. Supposed to, if you're the big dog and you're supposed to win it and you don't, you say that. We were supposed to win this game. We didn't. That's on me. I'm the head coach. Okay. And we a, will and we will adjust. There's you know. a lot of money. How much time we got left, coach? You got about thirty seconds. Okay, this we got. Up. We're, we're going to address this after the break. There's a lot of money going down on somebody in this Colorado Nebraska game. I mean, a lot. There's three times the amount of bets are being placed on this game than any other college. Football game this weekend. We're going to tell you who that is right after this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Coach Mike. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. 
Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Joined by Coach Mike in the studio. He's running the board so we can come to you nice and clear on 101.7 WKOM, straight out of downtown Columbia, Tennessee. And uh, and and just to finish up on this Clemson situation, you and I were talking during the break. You know, Dabo Sweeney has this kind of almost self-righteous nature about him that he's 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 rejecting transfer portal. Uh, plug-ins in, in, in positions that he might lose a player to the NFL early or whatever the deal is, or or a, a player very well could transfer. Um, and, you know, if you – and he kind of is rejecting going to the transfer portal because he wants to develop these players out of high school himself and be this kind of – Teacher, it seems like he wants to. Well, it's a, it's a. I think he's kind of taking on a part of a challenge of he doesn't like the portal because it's another level of recruiting that the T- takes coaches, time, effort, and money. Uh, yeah, and and, uh, and I'm sure he's come out against the NIL because if he's, if he's against the portal, he's against that as well. And he's going to say, okay, I'm going to be successful. Well, he develops young men yeah. in the image of God. Yeah, and, and not not their and, own and, image is what he is what yeah. he said about the NIL. Yeah, and, and I'm going, and I'm going. Okay, you know, I would love, I would love to see the NCAA go back to his ideal of you, but build, not. you build through. It's not going to happen. The reality is that you know I, I told you that toothpaste has already been squirted and it's not going back in the tube. And like our, <laughs> like we talked about, they the and, Clemson was in the national title. Um, from 2015 to 2019, they were in four national title games. They yeah. won two of those. And now it's 2023, and they just lost to Duke at Duke. And Clemson, a 14-point favorite, going to Duke and losing to Duke is, you know, how, how much longer are their boosters and, and, and their administration there at Clemson going to – how many more losses to teams like Duke are they going to put up with to yeah. put up with Dabo Sweeney's ideology 
of this self-righteousness of, of developing players only at, at Clemson and not looking elsewhere for transfers. Yeah, he's – He's got to adapt. He's going to have to adapt. And, and we were again, we were talking during break, um, you know, when, when this transfer portal started, Saban came out and said – you know, publicly said, I don't like this. This is not good for football. I don't think this is going to be a good thing. I don't like it. He fought it as hard as he could. But he finally he, embraced he it. He also realized, hey, it's here and okay. We got to use it to our, like our it. advantage. If I don't like it, you know, it's still here. I've got to learn how to use it. It's taking him a year or two. I think it's taking, and that's why you haven't seen Alabama being the, the, the juggernaut that they have been. But now I think he's starting to get his legs under him yeah. about it. He's learned how to figure it out. He's 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 learned there this, and all of a sudden, or not all of a sudden, you're now you're going to start seeing Alabama climb that ladder again, uh, much to the chagrin of Tennessee fans. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, so there's there there's a game this weekend that the sport bo- sports books are taking three times the amount of wagering on than any other game in college football, and that game is drum roll please. Colorado and Nebraska. Colorado started out a three a three point favorite after they yeah upset TCU. They won TCU. Look look TCU lost a ton of players from their uh, from their team last year. That was so good. They lost their quarterback. I mean they lost yeah. a ton of players. TCU that was that was kind of a set up trap game for TCU. Anyway, Colorado beats TCU. They're a three-point favorite at home against Nebraska this weekend. And Colorado is getting eight, three times the amount of money bet on them, 82% of the three times the amount of money of any other college football game being bet is being placed on Colorado, and the number has only moved a half a point. Now, you would think – my question is – my, I mean, and, and the thing about it is – because. And, okay. and, and, and wait, and now all, hold on, okay. but I want you all to understand something. The line started out Colorado minus three. It's now two and a half. It's going the opposite direction. Even though all this money is going on Colorado, 82%, three times the amount bet, it should be going, the line should be going up. Colorado should be favored by more points. Vegas is dropping the line by a half a point. I'm telling you all, if you, if you hate money, if you hate money, Put it on Colorado this weekend <laughs> because because I'm telling you, I'd, they are not going to cover. They're probably not going to win, and they're not going to cover this game this weekend because this line should be moving. If this much money is going on Colorado, Vegas, the rule is Vegas would be moving the line up. It would be probably three and a half, four, maybe five points at this point in time. Instead, it dropped down a half a point. They are trying to suck you in there, and if you hate money, go on and put it well, on the Buffaloes this weekend. Here's the here's the deal. I don't know that Nebraska's got the team to do it. Uh, Nebraska okay. Nebraska's very, very unstable right now. I got you. And, I understand. And, you know, they they lost their game, and they shouldn't have, to tell you the truth. They, they gave it away. And uh, so – you know, it's – I don't well, know. You know, one of the biggest reasons why is you got P.T. Barnum running the show sure. out of Colorado. Prime now, time, baby. And, and he's he is a great – he is a master publicist. Publicist. He is a he, – he promotes his team well, which is his job. Sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not faulting him in that. And I think 
you know, he's brought in, you know, whatever, you know they were talking about this massive turn. You know, what, 40 players. 40 different, 40, 40, 40 new, new players. players. And, and he told a lot and, of a lot of Colorado players when he got there, there, go on and pack your luggage. Pack, you know, but go on and pack I'm up and, and enter the transfer portal because I'm bringing in new players and your position. And if you don't think you can compete at this position, then you probably need to get – Go on, enter the transfer portal. portal now. He said, "I'm moving in. I'm bringing luggage with me, and it's Louis Vuitton." So he yeah. said, "He said, you all just get ready for me." And sure, and he came in, and he and he said, "My son's going to be the quarterback. There's not going to be any competition for quarterback. We're not. We're the, yeah. you know we're, we're doing, I mean, whoever's that quarterback right now for Colorado, you're going to second, third string, and my son is coming in, and he played pretty dang well." Yes, I'm just telling you. surprisingly well, and I, and I think there's the surprise is that this team, usually it takes a little while for all these new guys to come in and gel. Right. Again, we talked you know talked about with the with the high school coaching staff having to gel a little bit. Usually it's it's even more so with players, and all of a sudden they're clicking. It seems like they're clicking on all cylinders. They weren't, but. TCU wasn't either, there you go. And, and they were able to take advantage of it. Now you got this master publicist that's coming in and saying, "Hey, I told you we were going to rock the world, and and well, now we're doing it." And jump on board. And I think each week they keep winning. That bubble's going to get that bigger. That snowball's going to build then, up, build and roll downhill and get bigger and bigger. Now, and sooner or later, there you go. The bubble, the bubble will burst. And but oh, I don't by think the Nebraska, way, I don't think Nebraska is the team that's going to bust. Oh, it. by the way, I put it, I watched Travis Hunter, their two-way player that plays for them, the the, the wide mm-hmm. receiver and defensive back Travis Hunter for Colorado, put a hundred dollars on him in the middle of the game at one hundred and fifty to one. That's fifty. That's fifteen thousand. That's fifteen thousand dollars. If we pull this off, if Travis Hunter gets the Heisman, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Okay, tonight Magic Eight Ball, guys. Over in the Illinois game tonight, and Indiana minus 30 over Indiana State. That's over in Illinois. Indiana minus 30 over Indiana State tonight. Now, tomorrow, Nebraska Cornhuskers plus two and a half over Colorado. Eight ball says take Nebraska. Troy, eight ball says take Troy plus the 16 and a half against Kansas State. Also, Eight ball says take SMU plus 16 and a half against Oklahoma. Texas Tech plus six and a half against Oregon. And unfortunately, the eight ball is pulling against me, coach. It says take Texas plus a seven and a half against Alabama. But Alabama can win think, by seven. I, yeah, I think what they're Alabama saying is that this is going to be a closer game than, than people think it's Alabama be. can win 28-21. I'll yeah. be fine with that. Yeah. I'm gonna take, I'll take Texas, and then when when Texas covers, I make money, and then Alabama wins, <laughs> it's the game. and it's just, it's just a party at, at my house. You <laughs> see what I mean? Isn't that great? <laughs> and how that works? So, uh, there we go. There's your eight ball picks for the weekend. Uh, the Titans play – the Saints, Titans are getting three at the Saints. I don't – you guys are on your own on that one. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see how this year's version, the I, 23 I, Titans, this, this come week out will first tell us before an awful I start lot. betting on them. This week will tell us an awful lot and, because uh, you now get, you get to see them the whole game. And you get to see the new Derek Carr-equipped uh, New Orleans Saints down in the Big Easy. So, uh, that looks to be good, and that's 12 noon on Sunday. Hey, really enjoyed talking to you all. This Friday afternoon, have a great night. Come out to Columbia Central High for the game of the week uh, and watch them beat Shovel. We'll talk to you on Monday.